Hey people, Pope here. How is everyone doing? It's been a minute, I know, and I apologize for being away for a little bit, but a lot has been going on with me personally, and I'm sure you've also heard about the NSAS protest that is viral across the world happening in Nigeria. And yeah, I'm in case you did not know, I am a Nigerian and I have taken the NSAS protest personally right from the start because the SARS that we are trying to end have been a nuisance to our community and have been a nuisance to me personally. Luckily, I can leave it to tell the tale about the stuff that has happened to me, but others can't. And because I leave to tell the first or second tale doesn't mean that I might leave to tell the third or the fourth. And so I heavily and strongly support the NSAS movement. And I've been out on the streets for the protests from day two. And I've had to add that to my daily, manage that with my the rest of my routine so some things i've had to suffer sorry that it had to affect this for a minute but i'm here now and yeah i also want to reach out to everyone if you are listening to this join the protest any way you can if you can't join physically on the streets then please join us on social media to make our voice he- our voices heard because we are taking back our power we are taking back our strength from the powers that think that are we are the power ourselves and no one is going to silence us this time our voices will be heard in Nigeria and worldwide if you are not in Nigeria join the protest in your country because as you can see, or if you do not know, the, the protest is going on worldwide. If you are not a Nigerian, you can also show your support by joining the protest in your country or retweeting and tweeting about the answers. Help us put our voices out there. I know this intro has gone on longer than uh, normal, but it is very needed and I need to talk about it at least on my medium of communication. Now that that's off my chest for a minute, we can get on with the show for today. Alright, so today we have a similar menu to others, but we just have a little bit of addition at the end. We're going to talk about what just went down in the last UFC fight night. That's Otega versus Korean Zombie. I'm just going to quickly give you the results. And then we're going to talk about UFC 254, the fights, and what is going to happen or what we think is going to happen there. Then I'm just going to read out a bit of headlines that are happening in the UFC right now and give you my thoughts on them. So in case you didn't know about it, you will know about it here. And then at the end of the show, I'll give you my random fact as usual. And that will be our show for today. And then I'll see you next week after the main event. So let's get started, guys. 
Alright, so what went down in Otega versus the Korean Zombie? And the first fight was a featherweight, Thomas Ameda versus Jonathan Martinez. Thomas Ameda was in the red corner and Jonathan Martinez was in the blue corner. And it ended as a decision win after three rounds to Jonathan Martinez. So that was for the featherweight bout. And we have the next fight was in the welterweight bout, Claudio Silvia. Silver, sorry, this was James Krause, and it was another decision win after three rounds. The next fight was in the light heavyweight bout Jimmy Crute versus Modestas Bakwaskas. Okay, <laughs> let's just go on, guys. So, this was a KO TKO in the first round, and yeah. After two decision wins, what better way to continue than a KO to kill? So Jimmy Crew got the KO. The next fight was a co-main event, the women's flyweight. We had Caitlin Chukagian versus Jessica Andrade. And it was a KO in the first round after 4 minutes and 55 seconds, just at the end of the first round. Jessica Andrade got this win. Good on her after her last round and uh, last outing against... Rose Namayuna, she has been able to bounce back off that loss. And the main event of the evening was Brian Ortega versus the Korean zombie Chan Song Jung. And after five rounds of fighting, it was a decision win to Brian Ortega. So good on him. So that's what went down in a nutshell. Let's move on quickly because I do not want to waste your time. We're going to move on to. UFC 254. I'll be calling the main card out and I'll be giving you who I think is going to win. Alright, so UFC 254. We have the very first fight at light heavyweight Magomed Ankalev versus Ayon Kutelaba. The second fight is women's flyweight Lauren Murphy versus Cynthia Calvillo. The third fight is Jacob Mal Kuhn versus Phil. Harris. Fourth fight is heavyweight Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. And then the co-main event is Robert Whittaker versus Jared Kananier at middleweight. And of course the main event of the evening is Khabib Nomad Gomenov versus Justin Gaethje. We have Magomed Ankaliv in the red corner and Ayak Kutelaba in the blue corner. Alright, so I'm going to be taking it from the first fight. I do not know much about these two fights. So I'm not going to call this one at all. I'm not going to give any the win. So the women's flyweights, we have Lauren Murphy versus Cynthia Calvillo. Uh, Murphy, I'm going to back Murphy for this one, guys. I know Lauren Murphy and I know she's a real, she's, she's really tough. Although I do not know much about Cynthia Calvillo. But I, I back Lauren Murphy for this fight. Jacob Malcolm versus Phil Howes. It's interesting to see that Jacob Malcolm only has four UFC fights or four MMA fights in his, under his belt. So he's a newbie. And Phil Howes has eight, 10 fights with eight victories and two losses. I really don't know what to make of this fight yet. I'll have to do some more research. But we're going to put a pin on this one also. Then in the heavyweight, we have Alexander Volkov versus Walt Harris. Yeah, I think this fight is going to go Alexander Volkov's way. 
you know he's a heavyweight machine and i just think that his pressure is going to be enough to see out this fight In the middleweight we have robert whitaker versus jared kanonier why am i stuttering so in this fight I think it's going to be a very interesting fight because obviously uh, both people have what they are fighting for. Whitaker is fighting to get back his to the belt, to challenge for the belt. Maybe have an Adesanya versus Whitaker too, very quickly. We saw how clinical he was against Till. And if he gets this done, then definitely I think he's next shooing in for a rematch against Adesanya. Although, we also how clinical the first match was. Maybe the second match will prove um, to be more challenging for Whitaker or for Adesanya because Whitaker now will have a better game plan. But if not, what we've seen is Adesanya call out Jared Kananier in a very respectful manner, telling him that if he can perform a clinic on Whitaker, then definitely he's going to give him the next chance at uh, fighting for the belt. So, I think I've already seen Whitaker versus Adesanya and that ended in the second round. I wasn't so excited about it. I want to see Kanonia versus Adesanya now because, yeah, let's see. Let's let's have a fresh fight. We've seen the Whitaker versus, versus Adesanya. We saw that went down. Although, it's out of my hands. I guess it's up to the two fighters but yeah i promise you that this fight is going to be fireworks because they are both fighting to get to that spot i i personally think it might be more interesting than the main event who knows i think it's it's going to be because the both men stand and trade they fight on their feet and hardly on the ground and for me i prefer a, a great uh bass boost if you know if you know what i mean it's always more interesting for me so i think this match is going to be very interesting that's what i already said i don't know why i'm saying that again but i'm going to back jared Kanonia for this one but if Whitaker wins what the heck good on him i can't wait to see the, the match it's going to be really interesting guys like this one is going to be drawn out the whole three rounds or five rounds i forget how many rounds it's going to be so yeah all right so the main event of the evening Khabib the Eagle Nomad Gomenov versus Justin the Highlight Real Gaethje. So we yeah, this one is the one we've been waiting for. We also we've all seen Justin Gaethje beat Tony Ferguson for the interim uh, lightweight belt, and now it's time to unify it versus the undisputed champion that is Khabib Nomad Gomenov. So guys, everyone knows Khabib, impeccable record twenty eight and zero in the UFC. This guy is a very, he's a dominant fighter, period, and he has been a dominant champion. He makes everyone fight his game, and that is on the floor, on the ground, ground and pound. He takes you down, and that's almost the end of the, the match. Few people have been able to get back up after Khabib has taken them down. He just takes them down, runs them over, mauls them, hits them without reply, and the game is over. And he has done that with... Guys at the top of the game, not just anybody. He has done that with uh, McGregor. He has done that with Dustin, po uh, Dustin Poirier in his last outing. And now he's facing Justin Gaethje. And everyone, including some part of me, seems to think that it's just going to be more of the same. You know, he's just going to get good there. Shoot, shoot, shoot. And when he gets Justin Gaethje on the floor, 
that might be the end of the match but wait did you know that justin gaethje is a defensive wrestler or did you know that justin gaethje has fought in uh, he has he was a wrestler in his high school days and his college years and he has used that wrestling for defensive purposes in the ufc we all know justin gaethje loves to put on a highlight reel so he's not so much of it he doesn't rely on his defensive uh, on his wrestling so much he just uses it on from a defensive standpoint and this is why he has a total of 17 seconds in all of his ufc fights on his back that is the total time he has spent on his back that no one has gotten justin gaethje on his back for more than 20 seconds so yeah Justin Gaethje also went to look for someone that fights similarly to Khabib and that is Kamaru Usman. He has been training with him for months and we all know that when Kamaru is not training for a fight, he's a little bit over the welterweight limit. So we're talking about maybe 180, 195 pounds. Maybe Justin Gaethje has just had that much experience now with someone that fights similarly to to, to be able to respond very good to him we all know that he already has that defensive background or if we did not know i just told you about it so yeah you know now so and khabib shoots and shoots and tries to get you down and once he gets you down that's the end of the fight like i said so if justin gaethje can stop khabib khabib's shot use his defense properly and force khabib to stand and trade for the first time then the match might just go the other way so right now all i can say is i don't think it's going to go exactly the way it has been going before but it might end exactly the way it has been ending but my head is going with khabib for obvious reasons and my heart is going with justin gaethje so again we have that head heart split here we'll see how it goes at the end of the fight can't wait to see this one guys Alright, so that's that with UFC 254. Now let's just move on to some headlines from the UFC world. And the first one I'm going to read out is Abu Dhabi seeking approval for fans to attend UFC 254 on Fight Thailand. So it's very possible because the Fight Thailand people are a very professional team. They test and test and test and tests and putting a lot of uh, measures to make sure that the fighters are safe the fighters are safe to fight there is no body that might have the the, the covid so if the they want to make fans fight also it's very possible sorry not fans fight that would be funny if they want to make it possible for some fans to attend i think it's possible because they have all it takes to ensure this kind of thing obviously there's going to be a lot of social distancing guidelines and probably people will uh, test beforehand tests right there and test after and then everyone is going to be like in some sort of bubble i presume so yeah that's very possible ufc again leading the charge in the sports world and it says mcgregor accepts january ufc rematch with poirier so finally, there's going to be a rematch between McGregor and Dustin Poirier. So I didn't see the first fights, but uh, 
I didn't see when it happened, but then there was a fight between McGregor and Dustin Poirier in 2014. So after six years, these two are going to come back to fight in January. And I don't, I, I'm going to just, I think that Poirier is going to be too much for McGregor to handle because Poirier, as we know, is a beast. He just goes and goes and goes. So, yeah, I think that one goes to Dustin Poirier. Yeah, then there's some talk about Kamzat Chimev fighting in the middleweight for <laughs> the the middleweight championship belt. What do you guys think about that? I just think it's funny that he can have a few fights and then people are saying that he should fight for the championship. At the heavier weight than he normally will fight against the most dominant champion at the moment. Not after what Israel did to Paulo Costa, but yeah, it's UFC. Anything can happen. That's why we love the sport, right? So yeah, those are some few headlines from the UFC world right now. I think I'm just going to end it there so that this episode doesn't get too long. And yeah, next is the random fact. Did you know there is a fruit that tastes like chocolate pudding? Imagine being able to eat healthy and also having all the goodness or the sweetness goodness of chocolate <laughs> pudding. And the name of this fruit is called the Black Sapote. And it's found in Central and South America. It's said to taste like sweet custard with a hint of chocolate. When it's fully ripe, the flavor and the consistency has been described as a dead ringer for chocolate pudding so if you're looking to eat to find something that tastes like chocolate while also eating healthy i think you should go for the black sapote all right so that's it for today guys i hope you enjoyed the episode so I'll be seeing you guys next week after the main event where we get to discuss about what happened again. So until then, stay safe. Thanks for listening. And remember, help the NSAS movement in any way you can. It doesn't matter if you are in Nigeria or not. You can still help out in more than one ways. It doesn't matter if you are in Nigeria or not. Your voice is important to us, so please help us answers because now who they are live now in the do podcast. So help us answers today. Thank you. See you next week.